Hello. Hello. Somebody. Brandon's home. He's got kidney stones. Leave them alone. Don't no. hit him in the side because that hurt him, Holmes. Also, I don't know why I made the mistake of leaving action figures out on the table. This was a mistake. It's poised for action. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he went down. Yeah. Got some. There we go. He can plank. Yellow and orange or yellow and brown it's suit. Orange Wolverine. And brown, yeah. yeah. That's where it's at. Also, this old school Cyclops. If the light hits him just right on top, it's like, psh, oh snap! Wow, damn! Yeah. So, but now his hands like way back, like he's on a roller coaster. He's like, ah! roller coaster of love. Because <laughs> I just Cyclops, so <laughs> I mean, Cyclops got around, man. He, he used to. Jesus, now he looks like that weird picture of William Defoe, like when he's on top of the doing hand the weird glider. dance. Oh, I was thinking when he's on top of the hand glider in Spider Man, he's like. Oh. Right, you're gonna die, Spider Man. He, he wasn't Osborne, wasn't he? Yeah, this whole playing with toys on a podcast thing is probably not great for <laughs> listener retention. So, uh, hey, super dope San Diego Comic Con happened uh this past weekend. So, Woo. me and Brandon are talking about it because they announced a slew of Marvel shit. Yep, uh, they did talk about uh some Godzilla shit, which yep. is dope. Um, I'll tell you what they didn't talk about. And talk about no new Dragon Ball Super coming out. <laughs> I, w- I was going to say, yeah. Uh, th- this is when the credits roll, written and directed by Kyle Andre. Yeah. No super, super dope. Yeah, that's a bit uh, of a letdown, man. Yeah. The only thing we've got going for, like, super dope right now is, like, Super Dragon Ball Hero. Funko series. Nope. I don't even like Funkos. Although I did get that Super Saiyan God. Uh, what is it? Super Saiyan Blue Kaioken Kamehameha Goku Funko Pop the other day from Chalice Collectibles. Shout out, Chalice. I appreciate you, even though it took two and a half months after ordering to receive my uh, order. But oh, whatever. Jesus. That's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty dope pop, though. I remember trying to get that. Yeah, it's a good one. It was sold out before I even saw the post. So for Dragon Ball this year at San Diego Comic Con, they really just. Uh, did a 30th anniversary panel for Dragon Ball I was going to say, was there even any representation period? Yep. Yep. Monica, Chris Sabat, um, and uh, Sean Chemmel. Three of them did a panel. They're all going to be at Rhode Island Comic Con in November anyway. Uh, yeah. All three have been announced for Rhode Island Comic Con. You are very correct, sir. Yep. Um, but the three of them basically just did general Q&A uh, in front of a panel. I think they did it on the Friday. The answer to everything was no. No, it was more just like, you know, what does it mean to play the character? What does Dragon Ball Z mean to you over the years? Like, general nonsensical shit like that that they've answered a million times over in their career. Retrospective, yeah. So, honestly, when I saw the kind of... And they didn't stream it, um, at least not that I saw. Wow. Maybe they did, and I just didn't know where to find it, but... um, this is heartbreaking. When I understand they didn't stream it, but I saw like some stills and some quotes coming out from the uh, from the panel as it was happening, and I'm just like, man, fucking snooze fest. And that's not to say you know, no. nothing against the voice actors or anything, but I like get it. Dragon Ball is like we're getting a little restless, you know. Like we want the announcement for the series to come back already. And I would have thought San Diego Comic Con would have been a dope place to do it on a worldwide scale. 
Well, even at very least, when's Kakarot supposed to come out? I don't know. Fucking next year, maybe? Is it next year? Yeah. That They would have at least made any more mention of that. They didn't even do that. I mean, they had, like, uh, they had, uh, shout out to Jake Peterson. Uh, Jake Peterson was sending me videos. He was at San Diego Comic-Con throughout the week. Uh, the weekend and sent me some videos and I did see that people were playing uh, demo versions of, of Kakarot. Oh, that's right. It's a game too. Yeah. Talk but, into your fucking microphone, please. Sorry. It's a game too. Yeah. So wait, it's, there's a movie coming out as Kakarot. Wait, what? Right? Isn't that, wasn't that the next announced movie? No, there's no announcement for the next movie. There's a movie oh. announced in production, but there's no... I thought like that was synopsis. Too. There's no plot for it, but okay. Uh, pretty much a snooze fest for for Dragon Ball. Uh, I'll tell you, what's not a snooze fest, man. Um, me and my inability to plan or execute on fucking anything. So if you listen to the last episode of Dragon Ball Super Dope, you know that we have, uh, you know that we've established a voicemail box, right? And me and Jimmy sang like this really obnoxious song that. It's still stuck in my head. Maybe it's still stuck in yours. I'm not going to sing the song because, uh, well, let's just say long story short, um, while it was a catchy song. <laughs> Some poor hapless we individual. Somebody, somebody emailed me and was like, yo, I'm trying to call you guys. but <laughs> Some poor hapless individual is getting like. A dumpster fire of voicemails. Probably some like old lady and like. Oh my god! You know. Somewhere in Rhode Island. I mean, we do have a four hundred one area code, right? Right. So, um, Galilee. The legend. The legend grows. The legend of Timmy Jones grows. He's the one who alerted me to it. He's like, "Yo, dope song, man." But. <laughs> <laughs> but it's wrong. He's like, "Yo, I don't know if y'all know your own phone number. I don't know if you uh, went to kindergarten or not. <laughs> don't know if you could remember a fucking sequence of." Uh, an area code plus Next time you write a song digits. Put it on the wall I had it on a post-it Oh, and... you still got it wrong Yeah, I fucked it all up I, I lost the post-it before we recorded God damn Yeah, so uh, Here's the voicemail uh, From the man, the myth, the legend Timmy Jones Who Who again uh, Is the one who alerted us To this whole issue Hey guys, it's Timmy Jones calling I was just wanting to say that uh, I really liked your song that you had pointed out, Kyle. The whole phone number was wrong. <laughs> but I, my birthday's in three days, and you best believe I'm planning on giving y'all another call whenever I'm drunk. So, good talking to y'all. See you later. <laughs> thank you, Timmy Jones. The legend is Timmy Jones. Gross. So, uh, thank you, Timmy. Tommy Jins. Nope, it's Timmy Jones. Don't be a dick. He's on the Patreon. He's in the club. Not being dick, just he's not celebrating. A real, he's, not, he's not a troll. He's a real person. Celebrating how if we got the phone number wrong, we should keep his legend by having his name wrong. I mean, the legend the legend grows, man. You don't fuck with the legend's name after it's already been established. Wow. So this Tommy Jim's thing or whatever the fuck you just said, you fuck off with that, all right? All right, you get the fuck out of here with it. Anyway. Fine. The real phone number... 401 213 I thought it was 215 No, 215 is the fuck. No, 215 is the old one. See, now what I got to do is we got to go back and drop this section in, of this podcast into the old podcast just to be like, "Wow, you guys fucking sang a whole song about it, huh?" 401 213 9596 401 213 9596 
401-213-9596. We should have known. Awful number, but I just don't. I don't know. I almost said, but I suck dicks. <laughs> I suck wow. dicks. I remember numbers, I guess. Now I see that stupid picture of Thor again. Yeah, we'll talk about Lady Thor in just a moment because people are pissed. But uh, the people who did get the accurate phone number are the people who uh, are on the email list. Um, people, you can join if you want in on the email list. It's dbsuperdope at gmail.com. Why don't you shoot me an email? TM. It's not TM. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, why don't you shoot us an email if you want in on that email list? Because that number, the real number, the right number, went out uh, earlier in the week to people before the podcast episode even dropped. And that's when we got our first real message of... Uh, well, the second real message, because we had Carlos calling last week. But uh, Hi, Carlos. Carlos! Carlos in San Diego. But then, we this is the first message I got after Carlos, all right? This, all right there's really no explanation to it. You ready? It's, fuck, it's fucking it. funny. Where in the world is Carlos San Diego? Super dope! First off, in your voicemail, you do sound like a dumbass. <laughs> but I love you guys' show. Keep up the good work. If I have a suggestion for you guys, don't change. You guys are incredible. I'm a college student. Yeah. I listen to you guys every week, multiple times a week, if you guys post on the Patreon. But. Oh, all right. One more time, I'm going to just say, super dope. And fuck off, assholes. <laughs> Damn <laughs> Carlos is dropping it like it's cold So that wasn't Carlos Oh wait who was that? No, that wasn't Carlos That was the first voicemail we got after Carlos So oh. Carlos we, we listened to his voicemail last week He did oh. great He was a great first caller for Super Dope So who was that asshole? Exactly There's no name on it Oh damn At all He's like first of all you sound stupid on your voicemail I'm like oh Okay, a little. I mean, yeah. we appreciate the love and hate. No, nah, man, he's dope. Passive aggressive college lifestyle. He's dope. But I got the message and I listened to it and I was like, no, you know what? I didn't listen to it. I got the uh, it's like a a, a text transcription uh, that they yes, sent you with the, the email. You, you read the transcription. So I read it in the email. I'm like, who the f? And it it doesn't transcribe it very well. Yeah. But at the end, clear as day, fuck off, assholes was there, and I was like. <laughs> Who the fuck I just started this goddamn voice mailbox? Let's listen to this shit. That just sounds like it sounded like vaping Mike Norm with like a weird accent. Sound like vaping Mike Norm if he drove uh delivery. <laughs> so it kind of sounds like my friend Rithy a little bit. Okay. But Rithy, if you're out there, well played. It's not Rithy. All right, because I not checked, Rithy, well played. It's not Rithy. It's not Bun Rithy. That's his name, really. Chef Boy Artep. So anyway, we uh, we uh, I went out and listened to the audio almost immediately after I read "fuck off, axles and axles." Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you an axles question. Uh, in the transcription I read, it, I was like, "What the fuck?" I read it. I'm like, "All right, obviously this kid's not with us, right?" But I wrote him back. I'm like, "Yo, way to fucking tell me what your name is, dude. Like, yeah. what's your problem? I'm an asshole. You're an asshole. I'm kind an of asshole. just playing around." And then before I knew it. We had a follow-up voicemail. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> the asshole strikes back. Yo, super dope. It's Rodney. I goddamn left a message earlier, but then I just got an email from you guys. 
and it just got me super hyped. So, if I got a real suggestion, my suggestion is change this fucking voicemail hotline <laughs> from the super dope voice hotline to the super drunk hotline. Super drunk! But no, I'm just but funny. No. <laughs> but on some real, keep up the good work, boys. Thank you, I Rodney. love you guys. Is it Rodney? You guys have put me on to the Incast podcast series. Cause I listen yeah. to JD and Steven with JD the Dragon Ballers. Man in the chat on Titan. If you haven't heard it, it is not super dope, but it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Oharu. But yeah, you guys oh, the work. I'm glad you guys are interacting with your fans. Yeah, right. And just to comment on your voicemail, it is a pretty low bar to sound dumber than you. Damn. But I'll try it. Super dope Peace out, boys. Thank you. You see, if thank you, you, Rodney. If you call the voicemail line, you'll know all the things that Rodney's ripping on me about. That's so again. That, that was from the heart. Yeah. So again, that number is 401-213-9596. Time to change. <laughs> Don't change a thing for Rodney. Yo, Rodney was fucking going in on me. He's he, like, so if you want to know why Rodney's ripping on me so bad, you got to go listen to the voicemail again. 401-213-9596. Thank you to Timmy Jones, who pointed out the whole, you sang the song, you made up a great song that's totally wrong in terms of your own fucking phone number, you dopes. Who's my favorite rapper that never made it? Who? Timmy Jones. Who? Timmy Jones. The legend Ooh. grows. The legend grows. Uh, so thanks, Timmy Jones. And also, happy belated birthday to him. Yeah, that's right. Happy birthday, baby. I think Timmy actually called and left a drunk voicemail. Ooh. But I went to check it today, and it wasn't there. <gasps> I know that I had one that I had listened. I had not listened to. Did you accidentally drunk delete it? Nope. I don't drunk delete things, unless okay. it's you know podcast files. Stop playing with fucking action figures, Brandon. That's how I feel. Yeah, falling over. So I think Timmy might have like somehow deleted the voicemail or unleft the voicemail. If that's a thing that you can do with Google Voice. I did. Oh, through Google Voice. Yeah. I, I don't know how you young whippersnappers do it today. I don't so. know. But he just turned 21. Oh, God. Right? He's like, yo, I listen to your podcast every day in my 12-hour shifts. I'm like, yo, 12-hour shifts? That's nuts. He's like, yeah, I'm married with a kid. And I'm like, that's nuts, too. How fucking old are you, dude? He's 20. It's like. No, seriously. He's like, yeah, no, for real. I'll be 21. I'm like, yo, I'm 30 and technically unemployed and get stoned all day. What's, what? What do you mean you're 20? Dang. Married with children. Hashtag working goals, 12 hour, I guess. Working 12-hour fucking uh, shifts in a cotton mill. Legit. Fucking Timmy Jones. So that's the voicemail line. Uh, thank you to Timmy Jones. Let's go, Timmy Jones. Go, go, Timmy Jones. Happy birthday, Timmy. How's that new White Ranger movie going? Are they making one? I think it's quasi fan made, yeah. Oh. But JDF in it. JDF is oh, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he have like some kind of scar or something? Yeah. Is he, oh, hold on, hold on. Let me keep going then. <laughs> 
Does he have a scar? Okay, he's got a scar. I'm going to guess that he wears the ranger suit quite frequently, but he wears it without the helmet to maximize FaceTime on screen. Right? I didn't make it that far. I, I think I just saw pictures. Go, go, JDF. <laughs> he's a weird guy, man. I've been around him at cons a few times. Uh, speaking of cons, perfect segue. San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, here so, we go. Uh, yeah, really nothing in the Dragon Ball front, but you were amped on some Godzilla shit. What's the deal? Yeah, so in terms of uh, Legendary, um, they were pretty quiet about the next American installation, King Kong versus Godzilla. Even uh, though that's slated for March. That like, is slated for I, I was March. kind of expecting to see maybe a teaser. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, however, the big news was that Toho... The Japanese company that produced Godzilla uh, made their debut uh, appearance at San Diego Comic Con this year. Big news. Um, yeah, from from what I saw, it looked pretty dope. They brought um, props from as early as the very first movie to I think one of the last uh, High Sea era movies, one of the um, Godzilla Millennium series. Cool. Um, you had. You know, a list of all the movies. Uh, they definitely kind of premiered that whatever they make next will be in the new um, Emperor series, or I think it's called Raiwa, is how they would say it, Raiwa. So what does that mean in the Emperor series? So It will take place following Shin Godzilla? Or? Not in terms of any continuity, Okay, but they categorize movies based on who the reigning Emperor was. Um, and there's some discrepancy because... Um, the return of Godzilla in 1984 was still technically under the Showa reign under Emperor Hirohito, uh, or Hirohito, I should say. Um, but because it's a precursor to Godzilla versus Biollante, which definitely takes place in the High Sea era, they've added it to it. Huh. So um, anything that'll be coming out, including, I think, the next Godzilla movie in America, they're listing as Raiwa. So you have that. Um, NECA... Um, discussed how they're re-releasing some of their older figures in new packaging I saw the fire um, godzilla the that's gonna, that's a brand new yeah figure meltdown and then they're re they're releasing their first interpretation of the mothra versus godzilla or mozu goji suit from 64 uh, the 64 right. one yeah so that looks pretty cool i thought that looked good um one of the disappointments was there was an exclusive figure at you know their their booth and a lot of people were upset by that because it was essentially just a repaint of an existing bandai 1954 just um, an original godzilla suit yeah repaint so what was repaint like? yeah super charcoal gray essentially yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there wasn't anything in terms of that being like super revealing um there was an interview with one of the staff at toho um, I think one of the big wigs, and they're like, "Oh, how do you feel about the disappointment of King of the Monsters not doing great in the box office?" And he's like, "Look, we loved it, and we're really excited for the next one. Yeah, you know? don't come at me with this shit." So that was pretty cool. Um, like, I don't know, man. I hear people hate on that movie, like, yeah, from a like an a, an expectations perspective, like they expected it to do more. And yeah. in all honesty, like I'm trying to wrap my head around, like, what did they expect it to do? I mean. Did they expect it to be like 1998 Godzilla blockbuster level? Like that movie Which, made a ton of money, but it was a complete fucking shit show. That was also because it made a lot of money worldwide. Oh, that's true too. Domestically, the movie was fucking it huge didn't. in China. Yeah. 
So the same thing. I think people's expectations were like, oh man, it's gonna make seven hundred and fifty million. It's gonna make a billion. It's it's on on par with Endgame. And it's like anybody who thought King of the Monsters was gonna be on par with Endgame, that was probably an exaggeration. But yeah, hell, I don't care. Fucking Endgame. How about it's not even on par with Iron Man two. Two. Yeah. I think, you know, I'm not going to look at how much or how little a, a movie makes. I'm going to like it whether I like it or not. You exactly. Know? So, Regardless I don't of know. the expectations that are somehow attached to it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just like Star Wars where, you know, fandom starts getting rabid and, you know, Ugh. it's just. So. I got to um, re-ingratiate myself to the Star Wars fandom. Yeah. I really do. So then, you know, how you have um, a discussion also going on both through San Diego Comic-Con and through Target, the, the, the chain Target store. got to do with this? Um, they just had available on their website a pre-order for the entire Showa series um, box set oh. of Godzilla movies. So, so what's that, like 13 films? Uh, I should have done the math beforehand. Eh, whatever. You it's probably, I think it's probably something like 13, yeah. Um, that was off the top of my head. Uh, so you have that. Um, supposedly there's going to be no dubbing. It's just going to be the Japanese, uh, you know, original versions with subtitles. Um, so that means like, for example, the original or the Japanese version of King Kong versus Godzilla will get its very first Japanese King Kong swings away like a bitch. Not like he won something with his extra long arms. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid ass arms. So that's, that's what I got on the Godzilla front. Um, everything looked cool from the pictures I've seen and the people that were there. You know, nothing nothing major, nothing ridiculous like Marvel did, which we're going to discuss in a minute. But Marvel. You know, still still refreshing to see. All right, let's drop this fire. What do we got? Dude, I'm just so amped right now. I'm going to see Iron Maiden in a week with Dan. Okay. The King Dan. King Dan Security Berardi. That's I just pretty want, dope. I just Where want. are you guys going? Fucking Comcast Center, baby, or whatever it's called. Oh, this year. okay. Yeah. I forget, honestly, what it, I think it's called the Comcast Center. I think it's still Center Comcast, still. yeah. Dude. You ever been to a Maiden show? I have not. Oh, one of the best concerts. I want to see their airplane. Fucking airplane, dude. This is one of the best Iron Maiden, even if you're not a fan of Iron Maiden. Oh yeah. You could walk into an Iron Maiden show having never heard Iron Maiden before and you will leave loving Iron Maiden. It is ridiculous. It's such a good show. It's like a religious experience for me. Good. <sighs> Can't wait. Tailgate, drink some beers. Hang out. See a goddamn maiden show. Just <sighs> fucking ant. Dope. Can't get over it. All right. All right. Calm down, Cal. We're going to talk about Marvel's slate of stuff at San Diego Comic Con this year. Got to say, man, this is a not only a, an impressive slate. Yeah. It's, it's a an, full it, slate. It's full. It's overwhelming. I was going to say, we're going to be able to cover all this. We're gonna we're bound to miss something for sure. We're definitely going to miss something. All right. So full disclosure. Um, I'm sure that we will miss something that you are expecting us to talk about in the next few minutes. And by the next few minutes, I mean rounding out the rest of this episode. So we'll do our best. I read some notes. You see these notes? That's like a third of a page of notes. 
supposed to say just bullet points. That's like a PowerPoint presentation set of notes. You're about ready to drop some PowerPoint on us. I'll I'll PowerPoint you in the direction of taking better notes. Word art. Oh, boy. Remember Clippy? I still like Clippy. He's a cool dude. He still show up on your desktop? When I want to. Are there times that you want to have Clippy on your desktop? Sometimes you're in your office and you're all alone. You need a friend. That's what you got toys for, man. I do have a massive amount of toys in my office now. It's actually getting ridiculous. Yeah, I'm like real worried to go back to an office job because (laughs) I don't know what toys I'm going to take on my desk, put on my desk all the time. I feel like I need an All Might, I need a Vegeta, and I need a Goku. Need a Godzilla. I might need a Gojira, yeah, but which one do I don't want that one because his dick's out. (laughs) That Godzilla has a super pronounced crotch. Guns out, fun's out. That's not a, that's like a cannon. (laughs) Cannon. All right. Marvel, uh, where do you want to start, man? Um, probably the confirmed stuff: Black Widow, uh, the Eternals. Uh, those two are definitely. Uh, yeah. I think Black Widow uh, early next year. I think March. They're saying yep. February, and March. It's. I guess they aired some footage of it already. If they did, I didn't see it. It's supposed to take place after Captain America: Civil War, but before Infinity War. So I honestly think it's kind of a backdoor Avengers kind of thing. Uh, excuse me, a backdoor Avengers, a backdoor secret Avengers kind of thing. It could yeah. be anyway. Because, um, you know, they go into hiding because of the Sokovia Accords. Yep. Um, but they're still operating in the shadows. And that's why when they show up in Infinity War and Rhodey's like, you want me to arrest these guys? No way, because these guys are going to save the day. That's them coming out of hiding. That's them yeah. coming out of... I mean, so I don't think I don't think that we'll see Chris Evans as Captain America in this movie. We won't see Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye. Probably not, because he's uh, presumably off on the farm, right? He's retired. Yeah. Um, who could we see in that movie? I don't know if we'll see any established uh, MCU character. I mean, I'm trying to... I don't... I don't know if there's any confirmed ones. Hulk is off world right now, so we won't see him. Yeah, Hulk and Thor are out. Uh, I'd say the only people we'd probably see are like Wanda and Vision. Maybe Vision. Because you could say how they're like. Yeah, know, maybe love. Wanda and Vision. Because by the time Infinity War starts, they're like, you know, making smoochies in, in Scotland. Mm. So. Yeah, I don't know. Black Widow Black Widow movie will be cool. Um. I'm just glad that they're not doing like a prequel prequel. Yeah, it'll be it won't be an origin story, but yeah. it'll probably I assume fill in some details about her origin. But it'll do it set not in the current MCU, but in the MCU not too far in the past. And uh Well they it, did a lot of that in Ultron too, didn't they? What do you mean? They fleshed out her story. A little bit. Yeah, yeah you see some of the uh what is it, the the red fuck, is it red room, black room? Fuck, I should know that, but Basically, the secret ser- the secret uh, organization in which she was trained under being a woman's yeah. spot. Yeah, you see pieces of it, but I mean, I feel like they just kind of give you some real uh, surface level details, and none of them are really fleshed out. So, Black Widow, I think now that especially that she's you know Gonzo, um, yeah. it'll be nice to have her back in some capacity, but also hopefully have her. I think if it is kind of like a backdoor Secret Avengers movie, you're really going to get to see her play more as like uh, a leader type, yeah. presumably in the absence of Chris Evans' Captain America. Which she did in Endgame. She did. When it, uh, What I love about Endgame is a lot in the stuff at the beginning, 
when she's checking in with everybody after the snap happens five years later you got yeah. uh captain marvel rocket okoye uh everybody checking in with her it's like yo nats running things that's dope there's some rumbling in the ocean yeah it's name orders of mariner i think you forgot how to operate a microphone Brand, I'm still here brandon uh Hello. do you know anything about the eternals because i really don't i do not so Outside it'll be of... interesting to see if that will be a big as hit as guardians of the galaxy thanos is uh a, is a half titan half eternal okay so i think the eternals now that we've got some scope i tie eternal a, a tight i think they would titanian eternal Okay. Titanian Eternal. So, given that we have a full understanding of how powerful Thanos is and what he's done over this first arc of the you know first ten years of Marvel movies, uh, being able to pull the frame back even a little bit further and be like, "Yo, you thought Thanos was a bad motherfucker? These are the people that he came from. Not the Titans, but the Eternals." I'm about to get even more racist by dropping a Star Wars line now. Oh no! Now there are six of them. Right? There were six in that picture. I don't know. I I don't know. I just wanted to say the Star Wars quote. That's all. Good. All right. And there was more than two, so. Oh, man, maybe Ant-Man will come back and he could really go up the ventilation shaft this time. (laughs) I don't think Thanos is coming back. I think this is going to be a movie uh, set, you know, very far in the past. Like pre anything that we've seen in the MCU to this point. (laughs) Give us some kind of uh, origin story Not origin story but like some kind of bigger Larger insight into what the Cosmic part of the Marvel Universe is going to look like In total Okay So not only are we going universal But we're going multiversal Yeah you want to jump Right to uh, Dr. Doctor Strangelove I don't want to go back to the other guy And butcher his uh, Asian styled name So yes Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Was it just me, or did some of the titles look just a little cheesy? I gotta say, I'm happy that you said it, because the Multiverse of Madness sounds ultra-fucking-cheesy to me. I'm sorry, but the title, like, literally, like, the title looked like it was the sequel to, like, Luigi's Mansion or something. So they're billing it as a horror movie. A horror movie with an uh, oh. Yeah. And I'm obviously very, very happy to see uh, this movie mentioned because if you listen to our podcast about Far From Home, you'll know that I was real pissed off that Mysterio comes in and taunts all this shit about a multiverse, drops a bunch of relevant numbers to a comic book reader or a, a Marvel fan in general, and then all of a sudden, poof, it's all a lie. It's all a conspiracy. And I was like, no, I want the multiverse to be real so badly. That's right. We went on a tangent about what Earth we're on. And then for the last three weeks, I've been in that whole, it could still be real, right? Maybe they're just not ready to do it, right? It could still be real, right? right? And then San Diego Comic-Con comes around. Right. Right. And then Doctor Strange is like, right. <laughs> so Multiverse of Madness. Now that I know that it's a horror movie, I'm kind of interested because this is now going to produce something that my lo- wife loves. Horror movies? Nope. Going to the movies with her husband? Nope. Going to the movies without her husband because her husband don't like horror movies? Nope. <laughs> what? She likes Benedict Cumberbun. 
but she hates horror movies. So we'll see how this plays out. I mean, it's going to be like a Marvel PG PG movie, horror movie. I don't know. I saw Infinity War. That was pretty scary. Everyone turning into dust. That's a good point. Were those PG-13? Imagine like somebody filming porn and like something I haven't thought about movie ratings really outside of like when Deadpool got announced. I was like, yeah, goddamn right. How is that movie not an R? But besides that... I haven't thought about movie ratings since I was probably 10 years old. I've been able to watch whatever I want, always. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've thought about it. I don't know. Either way. Okay. uh, Multiverse. All right. So I'm happy that they're going to be exploring that. And obviously, Uh, Doctor Strange is the perfect character. I was going to say, I don't think. But even more perfectly uh, is having a little Miss Owanda Maximoff. Being like the the second main hero, I'm guessing in that movie. They did say she's going to be involved. And if you want to talk about some reality bending shit, um, which you know Doctor Strange in that first movie is full of it, Wanda Maximoff is the embodiment of it. They both make colored circles with their hands. So Wanda is going to have her own show, WandaVision, which takes place. Uh, it's after. It's a uh, slightly, Endgame. slightly silly name. It's a stupid name. It's. I feel like it should be like a sequel to like Pleasantville. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of have that feeling to it, right? Right. Uh, Wander Bar. And, and I mean, you know, the exploration that we're all interested of to see is, you know, seeing that Paul Bettany is signed on to it, how he is going to reprise his role of a destroyed, broken Vision. Tell you how, man. Wanda, she's about to go fucking banana sandwich. She's about to create mm, that sounds good. a whole different, her own independent reality with her powers, where Vision is still there, and her and Ooh. Vision can continue to be lovers like they were back in Scotland. Not a revision, a WandaVision. Ooh. Oh. So we will probably, that Disney Plus series is slated to drop, I think... Fall of 2020, I think I want to say spring, dude. Spring, okay. Yeah, because I, I, it sounds like it's going to have to... um, Well, spring 2021? Yeah. All, all I know... The one that I actually heard um, was that... So F- Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be fall 2020. Hawkeye is the one Loki I heard. Loki is going to be spring 2021. Hawkeye is fall of 2020. Hawkeye is 2021 fall. Yeah. So WandaVision might be spring 2020. Hot. Uh, because, or, I mean, maybe fall 2020 as well. Do we know how much it's going to cost a month? Eight bucks a month for Disney+. Plus. Hallelujah! But the reason I say all of that is because WandaVision is likely going to tie directly into whatever her role is going to be in, in Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. The multiverse of madness. I'm just happy because I can get Johnny Tsunami back. I'm just happy because we're going to have the ability. We're going to finally see what Scarlet Witch is capable of doing outside of just throwing her hands around and throwing some energy blasts. Like, you see how I bitched up to Thanos? Yeah. You took everything from me. I don't even know you. (laughs) You took even my accent from me. You took my accent from me. I don't even know where you're from. (laughs) I just watched your show WandaVision. Damn, snapping around. So, WandaVision is going to play into that Doctor Strange uh, movie. I'm, I, I'm wondering if 
I mean, A, it gives credence to the legitimacy of the multiverse thing. I wonder how Wanda plays into it. Now, if you think yeah. about what Wanda was responsible for with um, House of M and just kind of like willing the majority of mutants out of existence and creating a world without mutants, um, I wonder if maybe they'll go kind of reverse and maybe she creates a reality where mutants do exist or yeah. something. Like I, I don't well, know. We did hear that mutants are confirmed. So we do know that mutants are confirmed, but there's that's literally all we really got in terms of the X-Men stuff. And we also got at the end of everything, hey, Fantastic Four, yeah, they're coming. Phase Four, yeah. Fantastic Four, it's dope, cool. See you um, soon, bye. And Kevin Feige left the stage. One we didn't discuss that's related but unrelated is that in continuation of the first movie, which I will admit I still haven't seen, Woody Harrelson will be confirmed as Carnage in the next Venom movie. Oh, I didn't see that Tom Hardy Venom movie either. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, so that there's that. Um, I guess a little recap on the other stuff for TV. We have Hawkeye, like we said, Captain Falcon and the Winter Show Soldier, which is going to feature Baron Zemo as the villain. Yes, so I did read that I think Zemo's it's cool supposed that to return. They're going to actually bring back one of their movie villains for this show. Yes. And he's got very strong ties to actual Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Um, not so much Falcon, but by proxy so much now. But, Who is uh, that? Emil Hirsch? Um, I don't remember the dude. Short, pale, ginger-looking dude. I don't know that he's actually short. In my brain, <laughs> he's short. Because he's not Captain America. <laughs> but. There may be a fake Captain America coming out with Falcon and... So help me, Christ. Oh, 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 that's right. And I just fucking heard this rumor myself with you, and I was amped. Or as I call him, Captain Falcon, because, you know... They're talking about... F-Zero. For this, Winter Soldier is Captain... Captain Falcon... What are they? Just Falcon and Winter Soldier. They should call it Captain Falcon. Let's be real. Falcon punch! Different Falcon. They should call it Captain Falcon and Winter Soldier. But Falcon and Winter Soldier... They're talking about casting John Cena... As fucking U.S. agent, basically the government-approved Captain America to probably go hunt their asses down and take back that dope-ass real Captain America shield. All right, I'm done. There you go. I feel like you weren't doing it right. I feel like I'm not even doing it right. It's John Cena. It's the it's the sentiment that counts, dude. I would love to see a U.S. agent chasing these motherfuckers around as they're trying to hunt down Baron Zemo. Talk about a fun. I think I think that those series are supposed to be like limited ten episodes or whatever. I, yeah, right. That's like the perfect length for those two types of antagonists. Oh, you you look at two. all the series that have been rapidly successful in recent past. You know, Handmaid's Tale, Stranger Things. They're limited to keep people going. Even Game of Thrones. I don't know how to watch any of those shows. Um, I've watched Stranger Things at least. All of it. Even season three? Did you enjoy it? Uh, I enjoyed season one and two. No fucking spoilers, jackhole. I didn't say anything spoiling. No, I know. I'm just giving you a warning. I I have <laughs> spoiler-free reasons why I didn't dig season three as much. Was it the wardrobe choices? It was the overt references to the 80s. It was just like, hey, guys, look at this Rubik's Cube. It, it got to be very Hey, Wayne's guys, world. what about this CD player? Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. fucking wedding singer with Adam Sandler. Uh, Co- that shit. What is it? 
Crystal Coke? New Coke. The references to New Coke were like in your face, blatant. There was some blatant things. Like when you do soundtrack stuff, that's cool. That's nostalgic. This was just like we needed. Some it's money. the '80s. We needed some money. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. It was. Any, I digress. Well, fuck um, a Stranger Things. All right, let's run up this television. I was going to say. Um, Loki. It's, you know, 2012 Loki that escapes an endgame with the Tesseract. I'm excited for that. It's low-key going to be good. Uh-huh. Whatever, dude. Tom Tiddleston as Loki could literally just, like, walk. Tom Hiddleston as Loki could get a fucking office job and make a show about that, and i watch it because I'm already a huge fan of The Office. But if you put the Loki in the office, then that's just a whole new, brand new kick-ass show. That'd be awesome. Bam, 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 bam. It's John Cena and Loki in the office. Oh, my God. U.S. agents here now, too. Bam, 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 bam. So I don't really have much other thought, much, many other thoughts on Loki. Um, Hawkeye. Also, Hawkeye, Fall 2021. Him training Kate Bishop yep. to take over the mantle. Which, that's cool because, like... Because you know Jeremy Renner wants out these fucking contracts, so that way he doesn't have to hear any more Hawkeye jokes for the rest of his life. Aww. Bam, 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 bam. Have we have we come to the yes the, the big one? What's the big one? One that everyone's apparently a poo poo panda about. We didn't even talk about fucking. Look at Brandon trying to up the pace here. Like I was ready to hop to the next bullet point. Oh on no, my no 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 no! I'm just seeing if we're on the same page. Which one you got? I'm on this part of my one third of page of notes. Okay. All right, this that's actually this part over here. So we did this. We did this. We did this. We're on this right now. You gonna watch a fucking Hawkeye show? Um, only if he has that cute little mohawk again. Cute, huh? I'm kidding. You know, he's I mean, like murdering Mexican drug cartels and Japanese yuckers with that cute little mohawk, right? That's what made him sweet. God damn. Um, I don't know. He's cleaning up the world. I I'm up for trying all of them. I don't definitely watch all of them. I'm least excited about the Hawkeye one though. I'm definitely most excited about Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah. Because I love the chemistry between those two those two characters, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. Can you move your seat up, please? No. No. Like those two together are just. They've got such good comedic chemistry. But also, like, everything I've seen them do as superheroes, like, in, in terms of, like, whooping ass, like, those two versus Spider-Man in Civil War, that fight scene in the airport hangar or whatever. Yeah. That's one of the most badass, but also entertaining scenes in that entire movie. Um, and I, I credit a lot of it to the way that the two of them go back and forth and trying to coordinate to fight Spider-Man. It's fucking hilarious. And I think that's the best chance we can get of having an Ant-Man appearance. Oh, you think we're gonna get Paul Rudd on that bitch? Oh, dude, that'd be that'd be killer. I don't think so, but you know where we will get Paul Rudd, probably. Where the last? <laughs> did you just fart a little bit? I did not. That was internal. Wow, you know where we will get Paul Rudd? What? Presumably, uh, the last TV show, Marvel's What If? Oh, I forgot about that one. The my first, bad. That my bad. Animated series from Marvel Studios. Now I see why you can't ramp me up yet. All yeah, right. no, 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 man, I can't. So, so it's a cartoon. It's animated, and pretty much everybody who voices their character in the MCU, yep. save for say RDJ, probably Chris Evans, Chris Helmsworth. I did see on there. Hemsworth. I assume anybody who still has an active contract is going to be signed yeah. up to voice their character, except 
RDJ and Chris. And they're they're alternate reality And it episodes. looks like it's going to focus on scenarios that have taken place throughout the MCU to this point. Yes. And just be like, all right, well, what if this thing happened instead of this thing? How would that affect it? And then it just plays out the rest of the scenario. I feel like Ice-T from like Special Victims Unit right now. Why is you that? mean to tell me that Disney Plus is all going to be Marvel shows? Pretty much. You know what else, though? I mean, they got all the Disney animated movies, all the Disney Channel stuff. They've got all the Disney kids stuff. So they're going to have all the Star Wars that's stuff. That's what I'm excited about. Because they're going to have all the Simpsons stuff, I think. Clone Wars was great. I never got a chance to see Rebels because I didn't have Disney at the time. Yeah. And I can watch Resistance. I just haven't yet. They're going to have everything on that bitch. They're, you know what? Let me let me back it up. They're going to have way less than Netflix will, but they're going to have be, way more shit that I actually want yeah, to it'll be fucking watch. Whenever the- I go to Netflix, it's like, all right, let me dodge all of these fucking sh- shitty, terrible things that I probably have no interest in watching like to murders. get to like one of the 10 things that I regularly rotate through. You mean to tell me? I basically got a really expensive subscription to The Office, Parks and Rec, and Trailer Park Boys. And then assorted random political documentaries. Uh, what else? A handful of Marvel movies. I watched Spider-Verse again last night. I'll watch that and Ragnarok every once in a while. I got I to gotta coordinate with Kelly to watch Sp- uh, Spider-Verse. It's on Netflix. I know. We just haven't had a, Oh, a sit the fuck to... down and do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the best Marvel films ever. Hulu just had a bunch of Marvel movies on. So we watched the ones we haven't yet. and, and caught Oh, they got some them. movies too? Where I got to check it out. Like the majority of... Of the first wave, you know, up through up through Civil War. So, now that we've wrapped TV for here, let's uh, hit some of the mi- more minor, in my opinion, only because we don't have as much information about them to this point. All right. Um, Shang Chi. Uh, what February twenty twenty one, Legend of the Ten Rings. Mm-hmm. I've never read a Shang Chi book in my life. The only thing I know, based on what we saw before podcast start is that mandarin who is in all iron man 3 is set to be the main villain but we all realize at the end of iron man 3 that that wasn't the real Real mandarin Mandarin. so we're gonna get the real mandarin yeah um i don't know much about shang chi i would like to learn more about him uh, leading up to the book so i'm not gonna try to wax on it at all Sounds like everyone's really happy with the direction this movie's going in in terms of casting so far. So yeah. good on you, Marvel. Um, Blade. Yo. I was a big fan of the first two Wesley Snipes Blades. So let me ask you this. I know they're not really related, but who's making the Morbius movie? Because isn't Jared Leto slated to be I'm Morbius? assuming it's a Sony movie. Okay. Yeah. I haven't heard That's dick about that movie. That's the only thing I could have thought I haven't heard of. dick about that movie in a long time. Yeah. But... But when I saw it's that Blade a, it, was coming a out, Rogue Gallery Spider Man character Blade, I wouldn't put in the in the Spider Man group. Of no, characters. no, no, no. But thinking of who Blade is and what he's about, I automatically thought of the other vampire character in the yeah. MCU, yeah, of sorts. And I'm sure that they've uh, squared up more than a few times throughout the characters' histories. Yeah, animated Spider Man in the '90s had a cool cross, not crossover because they didn't have their own shows. But wasn't both all, Blade and Punisher in in there? I think Blade, Punisher, Hunt, and Morbius. Yeah, yeah. And maybe even Felicia Hardy might have been in that bitch too. And and Craven maybe. 
Well, I don't know about that. I mean, Craven was in it, but I don't know if it was in that batch of episodes. But whatever. Um, there's precedent for having Blade and Morbius go at each other, but I think Morbius is going to stick to that Sony universe. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch Luke Cage, but it's a dude who was caught in mouth in Luke Cage, and everyone seems to be pretty excited about him as as a casting. Um, but, man, do I really like those first two Blade movies. I'm a little... Um, I mean, you said it, you're like, oh, poor Wesley Snipes. But it's like, yo, Wesley Snipes is like fucking over 60. I know the saying is black don't crack, but like he's a 60 plus year old man. There's no way he can reprise that role. He ain't fucking J.K. Simmons being J. Jonah Jameson. But he was Willie Mays Hayes. No, let it go. All right. Perfect pause point because I got to make a whiskey. Okay. All right. So while you were getting tipsy everybody in club getting tipsy don't go yet what don't go yet Brandon it's 6 o'clock I want to drop this information it's hot proceed alright so while you were getting your whiskey tipsy going checked out a website called Express online British news site Um, Spider-Man Homeless is the rumored title of and yet Un, unnamed Spider-Man movie. So it's untitled. It's a rumored working title. Yes, um, Spider-Man Homeless. That's where, fucking funny. I mean, this is just the concept that you know there is far from home, homecoming. So if there's a trilogy coming, then there should be another home. Yeah, you know. If anything, so, just to reinforce Sony that uh, reinforce to Sony that Spider-Man is home in the MCU. So with that, first I'll drop. You know, that according to, where is it? Um, according to Sony producer Amy Pascal last year that... Uh, Amy Pascal, isn't she the lady that had all the emails leaked? I think so. She's like the um, reason Spider-Man came to the MCU. Amy Pascal, you my girl! As of 2018, Sinister Six as a film is still in the works. For Sony? For Sony. Get the fuck out of here. I'm, okay. Um... This website particularly seems to believe that a uh, recent comic series... Wait, as of 2018, did you say? Yeah. That's last year. That movie's dead now. I'm just saying, this is, as of July 7th, this is what this website considers. All right? So, they believe that if they play the comic game, a recent comic that um, could be useful is uh, Spider-Man Hunted... Where Craven is the main villain. That'd be dope. Um, you have, you know, and Scorpion. And that would make sense in terms of a manhunt for Spider-Man because everyone knows his identity now. He's Craven's trying to hunt him down for right. the people. Right. You have a, uh, um, you know, the Scorpion still from the post credits of the first movie. So that's a possibility. Yep. Um, you know, no one's dropped Norman Osborn yet. And he could be the he new could, owner of Avengers Tower. He could still be. That was my suggestion last time. You know, so there's all these possibilities. Um, you know, Green Goblin. I mean, I was maybe a little surprised that no Spider-Man was um, discussed. You know, riding on the coattails of the recent success of Far From Home, that they'd at least say, hey, it's not going to be another three, four years, but, you know, this is what we got coming up. Um, but... You know, I also respect the fact that they're trying to push their other stuff, um, so they're giving Spider-Man a little break. Well, yeah, I feel like they had a pretty quick turnaround time between Spider-Man: Homecoming and Far From Home. What a year! 
a year and a half, max? two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty quick. So I was expecting at least something to be mentioned for 2021, if not 2022. I'm honestly expecting Spider-Man to play a role in somebody else's film at a certain point. I don't know if that's before or after Spider-Man 3, but if it's a long break until Spider-Man 3, I can imagine Peter Parker playing a role in somebody else's film. Because again, now that RDJ is out of this thing and there's no more Iron Man, I think in a lot of ways, Peter Parker is going to be the through line to connect a lot of these stories, at least the Earth-based stories, maybe not the cosmic-based stuff. But I, I was going to say at least Doctor Strange would have an appearance by Spider-Man. That would be my bet. And the Sony and Marvel deal was they would basically greenlight a third Spider-Man MCU picture if the second one were to make a billion dollars, which it has. Who, Sony said that or Marvel? That was the deal between the two companies. You'll give us a third Spider-Man movie if the second one makes a billion dollars, which it has. So we know that it's happening. Sweet. After that, negotiations for a new contractor are going to happen. So we, uh, we shall see. Um, very quickly, uh, at the end of it, Kevin Feige announced Fantastic Four coming in. I know that you feel pretty strongly. You got kind of a hard on for Reed Richards, right? Well, I think he plays an integral role in, you know, anything from Iron Man to Spider-Man to, you know, galactic stuff. Now that Tony Stark's gone, he's going to have to be that de facto science dude. So, yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, crippled arm Professor Hulk. I, I think that... You know, it would be cool to have a, a integrated Fantastic Four series. I wonder how Hulk's going to play into any of this. Speaking of which. They're either going to have to write a way for him to regenerate uh, the strength in his arm or like the gamma radiation or whatever repairs the burns in his arm and it just regenerates. Because I'm pretty sure the Hulk has got a healing factor like that. Um, they're going to have to write that in or they're going to have to subject him to just like a background role. Yeah. And you don't subject a character like the Hulk to just a background role. I would be shocked if for he science bro purposes. You know what yeah. I mean? I would be shocked if he doesn't play at least a decent role in the new Thor. You think? All right. The, all right. Good segue, I guess. Maybe a little forced because I can't see how Hulk would play into. I just don't know. Thor, no, no, no. Thor, love and thunder. No, no, no. I, I'm not trying to segue so much as like. Where else are you going to put him in the series now? Fucking put you know. him in a lap, bro. I don't, you don't know. Got to use him. I don't know if he would be still not gonna strong give him, as a standalone. They're not going. They're not going to give him any standalone movies because no. they don't want exactly. Universal to have those uh, those distribution rights. So. Oh, that's right. That's still another entanglement, isn't yeah. it? They can use the Hulk in any other character's movie pretty freely, but if yeah. they were to ever make a Hulk solo movie, Universal's got the distribution for it. Yeah, yeah. Just no, like no, no. Sony's got the distribution for the Spider-Man movies. No, I, I I, mean... But Bruce Banner and the Hulk ain't fucking Peter Parker and Spider-Man. No. So, I mean, I'd be kind of bummed because I like, you know, Mark Ruffalo as Hulk. It's I, I think it's funny and it's, you know, especially Hulk 2.0. Professor Hulk. Best of both worlds. Yeah, right. Put the brains and the bronze together. Yeah, so I, I, I would like to see him still in, in different movies. That's why I'm kind of grasping at straws, you know, because I would say so here I'll segue for real now. Okay. I don't think he would show up in Guardians of the Galaxy three. No, probably not because he's on Earth. He's not in space right now. He's not back out on Sakaar or whatever, which that was a quasi San Diego Comic-Con announcement. 
because it wasn't announced, everybody freaked out. Here's a weird thing about Guardians 3. Yeah. The script has been written for a long time. By was, James Gunn. It was written prior to James Gunn getting fired. Fired. He's been rehired. He's obligated to finish directing Suicide Squad 2 before moving on to Guardians 3. Yep. In the meantime, the end of Endgame has Thor going off with the Guardians. Does that force James Gunn to rewrite the script for Guardians 3? Or does Thor fuck off? at some point prior to the events of Guardians 3. Yeah. And goes back to Earth for Thor 4, Love and Thunder. I mean... Thor that, 4, Love and More. That whole movie could easily just start off with, like, them dropping him back off at Earth or something. Or hey, back Thor, off it was a great adventure. We'll yeah, see yeah, you for yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy 4 that's taking place three years in the past. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter, I guess, for Guardians 3. We'll see what happens with it. I feel like they'd be more inclined to not write Thor into it because imagine having to share screen time and jokes yeah. for Chris Pratt and Hemsworth on the same movie. I think it would get to be long because there's I mean, just enough now where it's hilarious. Well, I say the same movie, but they've already done it in the same movie. But like, were they the two, you know, the yeah. leads really? You don't even have Zoe Zaldana to throw into that shit. And Bradley Cooper's a fucking CGI raccoon, so. I really forgot that he did that. Bradley Cooper? Yeah. Vin Diesel's group. Wow. <laughs> so we'll put Guardians 3 over here. I think we need a, a mop to yeah. like clean all the brain tissue off the ceiling now. Yeah. I wish you guys could have seen the face that Brandon just... Uh... Wow. 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 Thor for love and more. Love and thunder. Is this it? This is it, baby. This is the last thing we got to talk this about. This is it? This is this. The SJWs are running amok, making all our superhero ladies. Have, oh, my God. Have we gotten to the world championship fight? Oh, you want to start? <sighs> all right. So, first off, I was a little bit confused when I saw the title logo. Is it because uh, right. it looked like the logo for like He-Man, Master of the Universe? The Thor logo did look very comic booky. It it looked it, like you know a Mighty Thor logo from like the seventies. At least the Thor part of it did. Yeah, and then like the the Love and Thunder looked like it was like you know the newest He-Man. Let me see. Let me. I gotta look at this again. Yeah, it looks like it looked. No, I'm sorry. I lied. I'm sorry. It's it's not He-Man. It I'm looks sorry. like I'm sorry. It looks like Thundercats. Thundercat looks like the logo of Thundercats. You know what? Good call. That does look like Thunder, and especially because the word Thunder is there. Thundercats. Thundercats. Ho! It's like the same colors too. No, it's so, not. So Jane like Foster's gonna be Thor. Presumably, Chris Hemworth is gonna be in this movie, right? I mean, there's no way that he wouldn't be in the. Well, we already know he is because he signed up for it. I don't know, man. We know that he's online, but online. You know that he's on board. And he was at the he was at the panel. Listen, buddy. What do you say? He's gonna get died off, get killed off in he ten might seconds. Just be like, hey, what's up, Jane Foster? I gotta go hang out with my new best friend, Star Lord, and Rabbit in space. Here's a hammer. But like it, it. Maybe he hammers her. Oh. Hey, they're broken up, and she ain't no fucking trick like that. Don't be rude to Jane Ooh. Foster. Don't be rude to Jake Foster. All right. I will foster that idea. So 20, 2014. All right. This is the five-year-old idea in the comic books uh, of basically Jane Foster taking up the mantle of Thor. 
And I think a lot of people have got an issue with it because those SJW cuck soy boys are gentrifying my motherfucker. Gentrifying? That's not the right word, is it? I don't know. They're making my favorite boys a girl, and I hate it, and I hate it. Because what if I want to have sex with Lady Thor? Does that make me gay now? All right, so I'm going to throw down just some, some, some sage advice here do it up brother brandon we don't know per se that she's necessarily going to be lady thor the fact that we know is that she's going to be able to handle insert hammer name here well i was gonna say you want me to say mjolnir for you there you go can you not say mjolnir no try it mjolnir why do you say it like that though because it's such a weird word meol meol near near Try it again. Me old people near. Me old near. See, you can do it. Good job. Anyway. The other hammer is Stormbreaker, by the way. I knew Stormbreaker, right, yes. Right. That's not a very that's, that's, not a it, funny that's like an axe hammer. It's not necessarily just a hammer. Yeah. So Mjolnir can be picked Mjolnir. Mjolnir can be picked up by Jane Foster. We know based on the comic book. The Comic Con. She's deemed worthy. She's deemed worthy. That doesn't necessarily she means she's gonna be Lady Thor. Yes, it does. Maybe she could just pick it up in a moment of like So you know, it was I feel like this is gonna be a hot moment. I feel like this is gonna be a hotly contested thing now because Captain America has picked up Mjolnir in the MCU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody can. And basically the idea of Mjolnir is if you could pick it up, you're deemed worthy. Yeah. However, Vegeta picked it up after he, you know, killed himself to destroy Boo. There is a there is a stretch of time where Thor is deemed unworthy in the books. Yes, and he doesn't go by fucking Thor no more, man. He just goes by Odinson. All right, and the reason he doesn't do it is because he's unworthy of wielding Mjolnir, which basically made him gave him the power because of Thor. Goddamn stupid ass Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Fury, whispered in his ear. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if that was the exact one where he just started going by. It doesn't matter. That, but that's the moment where he loses his ability, according one of to. I mean, he's lost the fucking ability to wield Mjolnir many times. On this episode of Mjolnir. Right. Who's Mjolnir fucking with today? It ain't Odinson. Oh. I got to call in an expert. <laughs> Is this like Pawn Stars now? Yeah. So I presume. And the other thing that's that's been confirmed about this movie yes. is Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie is yes. going to be the first. Openly bisexual character in the MCU. Wait, which I they, hope means. Did they say she's actually bisexual? Yeah, because I the other one we watched said LGBTQ. That's the same thing, in my opinion. The B in LGBTQ stands for bisexual. I know that. So they're one and the same. But couldn't she just be one letter? She's the B in LGBTQ. Are we sure though? Yes. Okay. Just making sure. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it on that one. So anyways, I'm really hoping that in the way that Multiverse of Madness is built to be a horror movie, <laughs> that this is going to be built to be like the first Marvel Cinematic Universe rom-com, where it's like a love triangle between Thor, who we all remember, like almost leaned in to try to kiss Valkyrie at the end of the movie. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? Your beard smells funny. And he's like, yeah, my Smells bad. like UFO beer. And then... If, if we've got Jane Foster picking up the mantle of Thor in some way, shape, or form, maybe Valkyrie's just attracted to Asgardian, Asgardian godly power. She'd be Asgardian. Asgardian all day for Natalie Portman. Yo, that's the other thing, too. Everyone can hate on Natalie Portman all they fucking want. I realize that she's one of the few actresses, actors, whomever, who 
has had a problem with the MCU and like being in it long term. She's one of the only people. Her and fucking Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard's a notorious douchebag. He lasted one movie. Terrence Howard's a notorious douchebag. Natalie Portman, I don't know her to be that yeah. uh, based on her reputation. So I think it's cool that she's going to be involved in this. I'm kind of curious yeah. as to what timeline it takes in uh, takes place in we did discuss that beforehand because yeah. if we're talking about the worthiness of Mjolnir being the thing to pass on the mantle of Thor then it can't take place in the current timeline because Hela already destroyed Thor and uh, destroyed Mjolnir and Thor Ragnarok yep so maybe it is that timeline where Thor goes back in time and he sees Jane Foster laying around with the fucking ether in her and Rocket extracts her from her like a fucking turkey Ooh. baster or some shit you know what I'm saying what? Is that not what you pictured? Because that's it what I It was a syringe, but... It was a turkey baster. Okay. Reverse turkey baster. Cool. New band name, I call it. Reverse turkey baster? So I'm not sure what, what timeline's going to fall in, but like, Natalie Portman... You remember the Natalie Portman rap, right? What? I can't sleep, motherfucker, off that yak in that bourbon. What? Oh, Brandon, really? <sighs> All right, Patreon, get ready. Well, welcome back to Dragon Ball Super Dope. My name's Kyle. This is Brandon. Hello. So we just finished the podcast. And then uh, we didn't. It was just God technical damn. difficulties. God damn. So we're here to talk about. We just watched uh, Natalie Portman rap from SNL. All right, if you never watched it, Natalie Portman's quite fucking funny. She had the V for Vendetta haircut going. Natalie, you are a badass bitch. Uh, and I always play for your dry cleaning and my shit still can you shoot. I still stand by my comment that that was the most intense, like, Calvin Klein commercial I'd ever seen. It was pretty intense. Uh, my she point in making angry. you want to watch that, though. She looked like an angry, angry like Romulan or something. <laughs> my point in making you want to watch that was she's pretty fucking funny no definitely um her and taika watiti and tessa thompson and presumably chris hemsworth all in the same movie finally like i imagine natalie portman saw thor ragnarok she's like fuck this is the fourth this is the thor film that i decided i wasn't going to be a part of i'm such an idiot i this wish looks fun as fuck even if there's just one like ridiculous Annie reference I'd be so happy <laughs> Annie is that you are you an angel <laughs> oh my god if Chris Hemsworth opens it up when <laughs> Jane Foster comes back after jumping his ass are you just... an angel are you an angel <laughs> woman are you an angel uh the, the idea of the four of them working on a movie together is fucking hilarious to me I mean it's got a lot of potential I'm really hoping oh. that they go the route of like much like Multiverse of Madness is going to be billed as a horror film, I'm really hoping this movie is billed as like a romantic comedy with a complicated love triangle between Thor, Odinson, Jane Foster, and maybe Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie. I think at very least it'll continue with that kind of funny, comedic route with left off with Ragnarok. Yeah. I, there's you no know, way you don't sure. continue that tone because Ragnarok is hands down the best Thor movie. Yeah. But also... Like there's a reason that it was so popular and is watched so often and has been billed as one of the best Marvel movies ever made. Yeah. Taika Waititi knows what the fuck he's doing with the character. He knows what he's doing with the actors that he's working with. He Too knows bad. how to utilize people's talents. Too bad Idris Elba won't return. 
Because he did. He did. DD did. So uh, I guess I'm going to have to be among that, you know, the class of SJWs who just love seeing inclusion and diversity in my comic book characters. I love seeing a Lady Thor. I can understand how a lot of guys would hate to see a Lady Thor because it's like, like just get Thor's over got it. such big muscles and like he's so funny and handsome, but like he's got a hammer that shoots thunders and kills the bad guys. You know what I'm saying? So like you can't have a crush on Thor because he kills people with his thunder hammers. But Jane Foster, wow, if she gets a pussy and vaginas, pussy and vaginas, she gets a she gets a boobs that might make him gay, and they don't want to be gay. Cause they ain't no fucking soy boy, cuck, wanna be not Jesus get. I, I don't. I don't even know what I'm going for. Everybody like... who's got a problem with the lady as a superhero, because it's ruining your fucking your fantasies. We don't. You don't know what the real fans want. Well, about five fucking years ago, the real fans said, "Hey, if we saw a Lady Thor at some point, that'd be dope. Hey, if we saw a Black Captain America at some point, that too." Would be dope. They made I, them. They were very hardly regarded series for the most part. I hate to say it, but I think Endgame just proved that they know what the fans want. If it just made over $2 billion, I think they're pretty safe on what fans want. I feel like maybe they've got an idea. They, they have at least an inkling. And even if the, Ros the Russo brothers directly don't know Kevin Feige, he... He seems to have a good fucking idea. Like uh, Taika Waititi, he seems to know what yeah. the fuck he's doing with his talent yeah. and his writing and his directing. So I I just don't, I don't know, man. I just don't understand everybody's, and by everybody, I mean people who are, I already yelled, did I yell about the YouTube algorithm? I might not have. The YouTube algorithm that I fuck, because I watch like political documentaries, PBS style and shit, you know? And I don't know if that has helped reconfigure my YouTube recommended algorithm but like I've been getting a lot of right wing Nazi shit lately yeah and it's it's kind of just fucking it's annoying obviously I think the the most annoying part for me is this is a movie that is supposed to premiere in the fall of 2021 2021 and I'm excited for it because after Ragnarok that was great shit that was you know awesome um, we're going to have two years of these angry, sad individuals complaining and bitching about a storyline they don't even know is going to be true or not yet. A storyline that could be. Could like, be. Could be any of, of a few different things. Yeah. Right? yeah. But it, it could be really good. Most likely it's but going to be good. God forbid a good story revolves around a fucking woman primarily. Dun, 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 dun. If you want to leave me a voicemail about all the shit that I just said to you directly, 401-213-9596. We're also taking recommendations for the two-year anniversary show for Super Dope. Oh, dang. That's I, what, next month, right? I think we're looking to do it the 15th-ish. Okay. You're going away that weekend, I think, maybe? The 15th of August? I don't know what that is. That's like a Wednesday, isn't it? No, I don't know that it, uh, that week. I don't know. Let's, let's see. 401-213-9596. What's up? 401-213. Clap the fuck along. 213. 
Nine five. Not five. Nine six. Start it up. All right. Four zero one two one three. See, you messed it up. You keep going. Oh, I had to keep singing the thing. Yeah. All right. Four zero one two one three nine five nine. No. Six. I came on a beat too late. You do it. No. Damn it. I'm still missing it. You sing it. All right. I'll say the numbers. No, it doesn't work. Doesn't work. All right. Four zero one. Two one three. Nine five. Nine six. Four zero one. Two one three.